So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at So We Met Online. So, we met online. And met online and met online and met online and met online. Clearly, this is multiple people I've met online over the years. Oh, I thought we were, this was Groundhog Day. Yeah. Well, actually, sort of is for this particular topic because I want to talk about when I just know it's right. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you yeah, know, when well, you're in a relationship and it's going well and you're like, is this the real thing? And it's like, yeah, I just know. Yeah, well, I, well, that's what we, we're going to talk about because, of course, couples who are married or in long-term relationships always say, oh, I just knew, right? But how many people did they say that about and they were wrong? Exactly, which is why I opened up with, so I met, so I met, so I met. So I did meet somebody once and uh, we actually met on Facebook. We really hit it off. I mean, the conversations were how fluid. How did you meet on Facebook? I stalked her Facebook profile. Again, now, not advice. Um, so with this particular <laughs> person, we actually had joined a Disney fan group together. Okay, so okay? that's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah so we, we joined a page, that's right? the cutest uh, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so it was a Disney fan page. And what had happened was the administrator of that page basically said, we would like to welcome our newest member, Chris. And <laughs> that's so profile. cute. And then... A day later, they said, we would like to introduce our newest member, Shannon. Well, I looked at Shannon's profile and I was like... Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. Oh my God. And she likes Disney. M-I-C-K-E-Y. Yeah. So I sent her a private message. And first I sent her a friend invite, Mm -hmm. right? And then I sent her a private message basically saying, hey, I saw we were in the group together and hi. We immediately hit it off. So you were just sending messages on Facebook. Um, Yeah, we were sending messages on Facebook. We Mm -hmm. started to get to know each other. We eventually met. We actually started dating. So she lived near you? No, but that's a whole other conversation. All right. It just felt right. Yeah, but did you say to anyone, this is it, I just know it is? I did. I did. Mm -hmm. I guaranteed, absolutely did. It felt like this was it. Everything that I had really been looking for... From her looks to shared interests like Disney to uh, shared interest in things like movies, on and on and on, right? It just all seemed to connect. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot of reasons why it didn't work out, and that's not the point here. But once it didn't work out, I reflected back, and what I came to the conclusion of was that I think it was right for me, but it wasn't right for her. Okay. And so as a result, it didn't work out. Sure. But the feeling and the gut instinct and everything that I was looking for was there. So when somebody says, well, how do you know? I go, I just know. Okay. Let's fast forward now. Okay. So recently I've met somebody else and we, (laughs) crazy enough, we also met on Facebook. 
Yeah, I know. It's it's amazing. Some of my best relationships have come from Facebook and you're, not dating apps. You're going to have to give people a tutorial on how you're doing yeah. this. Okay, so we started talking all of the same things, all the warm and fuzzies, the butterflies, uh, shared interest, uh, common look. You know, like all of it is right there. And so sure enough, somebody's like, well, how do you know how things are going? And I'm like, I just know. Okay. Well, it's not just knowing how things... Okay, yeah, you know things are... But I think we're talking more like, this is it. This is the one. Yeah, but I what I'm going to argue is that... We're not having an argument. We're just okay. talking. <laughs> what I'm going to suggest is <laughs> that I think we all go through... Oh, this is the one. Of oh, course. No, it's not. Oh, right. this is the one. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, this is the one. Oh, no, n- no, it's not. I see people online all the time posting their relationship status and saying, oh, this is the one. And I even know it's not <laughs> for, for them, right? But in these two scenarios, the first one being like, oh, I thought it was the one. Mm-hmm. And when somebody said, well, how do you know she's the one? I said, I just know. I just know. Mm-hmm. And now the second time, I'm like, oh, I know this is the one. And when somebody asks, well, how do you know? I'm saying, oh, I just know. So the real question is, is there a difference between these two? Right. And may I ask, in your marriage, before you got married, did you just know? (laughs) I'm laughing on purpose because I'm going to completely blow your mind. Before I got married, I just knew. You know what I just knew? That it wasn't one. That it wasn't the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew as I was walking down the aisle or waiting, I was like, this isn't the Why one. Why did you do Why it? am I doing this? Why did you do it? I'll tell you a funny story. When I was on my wedding day at the chapel. Uh-huh. When did you get married? Uh, 96. So, okay. I mean, I was, I was like 24. Okay. So, at the chapel, behind... The stage, the mm-hmm. front of the chapel, there was the uh, waiting area for like the priest and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sitting in there with the groomsmen and uh, we're waiting for my wife to come walking down the aisle, etc. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I, there's a bathroom right here behind stage. So I go, go to the restroom. And as I'm in the restroom, all of a sudden... Chris, come on. They're coming down the aisle. We got to go. Oh my. And it's like, come on, Chris. You got to go. And I'm like in the middle of going to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, in that moment, mm-hmm. I swear to God, in that moment, I was in a, and I was in a church. I swear to God. I was like, I shouldn't go out. I was like, this is like my sign. This is it. Don't go. Stay in the bathroom. Don't go out. And I still went out. I still went out. But I knew. Anyway, so to your point... Even in that moment, I just knew that I shouldn't have gone out. And ultimately, the marriage was awful and, you know, we ended up in divorce. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think... But you made beautiful children. That's true. I think instinctually in a lot of us, we do know when our relationship is different in a good way mm-hmm. or in a bad way sure. to what our past experiences are. Sure. Right? We learn from those past experiences... And we begin to formulate kind of a checks and balances thing. Like, okay, I messed up on this one. But now this one, is all the feelies there? Yes. Is all of the things that I'm looking for there? Yes. Do I see any red flags? Am I being honest about the red flags? Mm -hmm. Am I being honest about warning signs? And if you can be honest with yourself, 
yeah, then I think sometimes you can get into a relationship and it just feels different. Right. Now, I think if you were to survey 10 couples, mm-hmm. long-term relationship, marriage, whatever it is, and if you ask them, did you just know? I bet probably nine of them would say yeah, yes. I would agree. But is that just something you say? Or do you actually feel that way? And maybe I'm being cynical asking that question, but... I know for myself, I've only said one time after a month or two of dating somebody, this is it. We're getting married. Right. Right? And we didn't. Right. And I'm grateful for that because it it was not right. Right. But at the time I thought it was, and had we proceeded to get married or whatever, stay in the relationship, I would have said, oh, I just knew. Yeah. But I have to wonder, for every time someone says, I just know, and they get married, there were probably 27 they said, <laughs> I just know, yeah. and didn't get married. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, for me, it's really only happened twice. You know, it's happened two times where I've said, this is it, I just know. And every other time, I just knew that it wasn't going to be it. You know, you you enjoy the relationship, you enjoy the person you're with, you start to see some kinks. You don't have the same mm-hmm. internal drive and feeling about that person and i i think that's it's hard to put into words but for me i can feel a distinctive difference between someone who i am like incredibly passionate about versus somebody who i have just met and i'm getting to know and they're nice and i'm enjoying my time with them and there's really nothing wrong with them but i don't have that raw passionate drive inside of me when we come back from the break i want to talk about that because I want to know whether each of us think there's a correlation between the this is it feeling and the success, however you want to define that, of the relationship. Or if it's just pure infatuation. We have reached the end of another season of the show. 2019 was filled with amazing episodes, but Eric and I are incredibly excited for 2020. We'll have more great stories, more questions and answers on your favorite dating topics, and more special guests. That's right, more of everything you love to listen to on your journey to find love. And maybe you'd be willing to share your own dating stories. If so, contact us at our website and throughout social media at So We Met Online. And thank you all for listening to the show. Please share the show with a friend and stay tuned for more exciting episodes of So we met online. So right at the end of the first half, we were talking about how sometimes you just know something is different. Now I want to talk about the opposite. Let's say you're in a relationship and it's cozy. It's comfortable. Mm -hmm. You're enjoying yourself. You like each other. You don't just know. Do you think, and you know, I have my own opinions, do you think that impacts the success, however you define success, or the amount of love or the longevity of a relationship, if you are unable to say, I just knew? I think it can. I mean, we've talked in a previous episode about our dating culture and how we are constantly looking for the, you know, the grass is always greener, you know, there's something better. I mean, I still believe that you could find somebody and you've even kind of proved this in some of your conversations. 
you can meet somebody where you feel there's a 95% match and just not feel attracted to that person sure. and decide, hey, I'm going to find somebody who's 96% or, or... Well, on paper does not equal real life. Exactly. So I do think that people will settle. People will go through the motions. People will enjoy the relationship. But I do think that in the back of their mind, there is this thought process of, am I settling or is there somebody better out there? And, oh, I'm happy and he's nice and she's nice and we get along great and everything's perfect and we don't fight at all, but I don't know. There's just something missing. We talked about this yesterday, just casually, about settling. And if I know I have some friends who, look, in my opinion, I think might be settling. But if if they don't think they're settling, then are, is that settling? Yeah, I, I see people on Facebook all the time, and the first my first instinct is, oh, they're settling. Yeah, but if they don't know or if they're happy, then who are we to say they're settling? Well, We're not in that relationship. You're right. I mean, But I've certainly thought it. Just knowing what I know about, about their the relationship. Pers- yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And that's where I come from. Knowing what I know about their history, their personalities you know, or any number of factors that may not be externally available to other people. Mm-hmm. Anybody else might look at that and say, oh, aren't they so cute together? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we've said it before as well. I think people are posting that stuff out on social media to yeah. get the awes and the responses and the validation that they're in a good relationship, even if they're not in a relationship. So I do often think that if you're posting about your relationship on Facebook and a relationship status and posting a whole bunch of pictures together and basically getting flowers and saying, oh my gosh, he's the one and it's only been two weeks into the relationship, odds are you're settling and it's not going to be. But that's me being cynical and you know feeling as if from my past, mm-hmm. I know that I've met women and in two weeks been like, yes, this is great, you know, and have been rather excited about it, but it's all superficial. If I'm talking to a client or a friend and they're, I'll say, I'll use the word complaining to me about something they're not getting from a new relationship. Maybe they're not getting the communication they want, or maybe they are just, just something is missing for them, yet they keep pushing on and accepting this thing, then to me, that does lead to settling. Do you think it feels different? Now, I know your situation is different because you got married and you didn't think she was the one, which is really unfortunate. But do you think for divorced couples who did think this is the one and then ultimately got divorced, do you think... The second time around, when it was right, do you think they felt the same as the first time around? No, I think it's always different feeling. Yeah. Like I was mentioning before the break, I think we learn from those experiences. Mm-hmm. Like as an example, I know how I felt mm-hmm. with Shannon and I wanted to kind of like capture that feeling in a bottle mm-hmm. and be able to say, yes, this is the feeling. Like mm-hmm. when I meet somebody and I fall in love with somebody and I want to potentially marry somebody because my marriage was so bad, I want this same feeling. Mm-hmm. This is the feeling I'm looking for. Right. It's not even necessarily about 
other elements of the person. I know a lot of times somebody says, oh my gosh, that, you know, she's gorgeous. Um, you know, right. or we've got all these shared interests or we've got all this. That's fine. I, I, I can meet, I meet people all the time. Mm-hmm. I meet beautiful women all the time. Mm-hmm. I meet women who I have shared interest all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't have that feeling for sure. them, right? I, how do I capture that feeling again in a bottle and say, I'm not going to settle right. until I feel this. Right. And that's the challenge. You know what I think is interesting? So I have a number of friends who have gotten divorced and met new people, either gotten remarried or not. And it comes out over the course of time. They always tell me that they're much happier now, the second time around, which I'm obviously thrilled about. But things come out over the course of time about their marriage, their first marriage, that I would have never known. And I have to wonder, were you consciously or not settling the first time? Was it that strong desire to fit in to get married? Was it a strong desire you saw your friends getting married? Was it strong because you wanted to have children? Like, what was that? Because I have learned so much about people's first marriages that I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of a combination of all of that. I had everybody basically telling me, don't get married. I had my parents telling me, don't get married. I had my best friend telling me, don't get married. And so I think the very first instinctual response I had was, you don't tell me what to do. Oh, you got even, defensive. Yeah, even if that meant basically ruining my life, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, you're not going to tell me. And then I think on the flip side, and I think this is something other people struggle with, which is you you get engaged mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, now we're expected to get married. Uh, like, yeah. Oof, that's you know, terrible. I mean, um, we can't possibly break off this engagement. You know, what would people think? What would people, you know, they would really question us if we, so we've got to go through with this because we've committed to it now publicly. Can we just on the record tell people, don't do that? Yes, don't do that. Don't. I would recommend to every single person who's listening, if you are engaged and you are not feeling it, the best thing you can do, if nothing else, is just pause. Right. Just take a pause. Talk about it. Try to figure out if this is really the right thing for you to do. Maybe you come back around and you sure. make it happen. But there is nothing at all wrong with just pausing it for a moment. And then maybe you decide, you know what, this isn't going to work out. That's okay. Don't go through with it if it's not going to work. Exactly. And don't worry for a second what other people think. Because... We've talked about this before. People are going to think what they're going to think regardless of what you do. Yep. So ultimately, the only person you have to please is yourself. Exactly. You know, you mentioned something a couple moments ago, which kind of triggered another episode of, of a past podcast that we did. When we're talking about meeting somebody and feeling like, okay, they're the one, I just know. Mm-hmm. How does this fit into the conversation we had about believing that there is the one (laughs) so i think what's happening now and a lot of times is we've got these shows like the bachelor online and we've got all of these disney fairy tales and we've got romantic comedy movies and we've got all of this stuff that's basically shoving down the notion that there is the one out there Mm -hmm. and so media whether it's social media or film and tv is basically um pushing into (laughs) us this narrative that there is the one. And so what we then do is we date and we meet somebody and we've automatically created this fantasy in our head of 
ah, the one. And then we have to live up to those expectations of the one, which then I think also translates into, oh, well, I just know. Well, do you just know or are you being coerced into believing that they're the one? Well, I think in general, the media loves extremes. Yep. So if it's perceived as the one, which we've talked about this, I don't believe in the one. I think many people can make you happy for different reasons. But regardless, the media loves extremes. So on The Bachelor, for instance, the media loves when The Bachelor or The Bachelorette get married, or pick the right person, Mm -hmm. get married, have the babies, all of that. The media also loves when they're having relationship issues. They also love divorce because they're both extremes. Nobody wants the, oh, we're happy, we're in a relationship, right? Which is sad because life is not about extremes. Like you said, I know you don't believe in the almighty, the one, you know, or a fairy tale ending per se, um, I believe in happiness, you know, whatever that means to you. Right. Um, and it would be pretty depressing to think that there's only one person and you might not meet that person. Yeah. So it's a lot more optimistic if you think, you know, different people can make me happy for different reasons. And sometimes you'll find someone who can give you things you didn't even know you wanted. And that, to me, is just, I love the possibility there. I love the possibility as well. And I think... The moral of this is that you just have to take the time to really process it and believe that what you're feeling is genuine Mm -hmm. and not some make-believe fairy tale expectation. It doesn't have to fit into some mold. And you know what? Just ride with it. And if you just know... You just know. Thanks for listening.